0: TV Campfire Podcast. That was like, yep, okay, show, you win for the week. <laughs> We're here. Well, I hate to sound
1: like a broken room. <laughs> oh, no!
0: We're fans.
2: It's one of the best things on television. <laughs> oh! All right, we you got
1: you a hold of No,
2: you didn't.
0: We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, that I, blew uh, me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 596, and I'm Olivia, your host, and this week we have returning guests.
1: Hi, this is Tom, and I chair Cinematic Arts at Palm Beach Atlantic
3: University in Florida.
2: Hi, this is Allison, and I write reviews for Six Degrees of Geek.
3: Hi, this is You costume designer and TV enthusiast from Los Angeles.
0: All right, Tom, hit us with the news. What do you got?
3: I have a bunch of
1: news! ABC <laughs> ABC has announced The Good Doctor will end with the upcoming season seven, and Chuku Modu is going to return as Dr. Jared Kalu, and he will be back as the series lead. Amazon announced that Hannah Waddingham, yay, and Octavia Spencer will star in an action-adventure series based on an original idea from executive producer Tessa Coates. Oh Apple TV Plus has picked up Slow Horses for season five, yay! yay! Buccaneers for season two, whatever. And Simone Missick from Luke Cage and All Rise has been cast in the David Oyelowo dramedy Government Cheese. And Josh Gad says that Central Park is done after the upcoming season three. Uh, At BET, Tyler Perry's library is going to be made available for uh, free ad-supported streaming and also uh, SVOD. CBS has given a series order for NCIS origins. Basically, it's young Gibbs and other young versions of CBS uh, leads. Mark Harmon is going to narrate, his son is also going to executive produce. And his son played his character on in flashbacks on NCIS one. However, they're recasting the part for another actor for this new show. Uh, CBS gave a series order for the medical drama Watson, which will star Morris Chestnut as Dr. John Watson. Uh, it set place a year after Sherlock Holmes has been murdered by Moriarty. So this is the second okay. Arthur Conan Doyle show that CBS has had in recent history. CBS is also nearing a series order for a young Sheldon spinoff, focusing on new parents, Georgie and Mandy.
0: That is a terrible idea. They are the least interesting characters about that show.
1: It's i think it's CBS saying we want to be in the Chuck Laurie camp. <laughs> and finally from CBS, Fire Country is casting a female sheriff character for a potential spin-off sheriff's country. In the who cares news, CW is rebranding and dropping the. the. And they <laughs>
2: they call- <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: They're that is the dumbest
0: again? rebrand I've ever
2: heard.
1: Say it and again? CW is rebranding and dropping the article, The. Oh, the, got it. Mark. Wow. Okay. And they're also adopting like hot colors for their logo. Ooh. Don't get me started on CW. Disney Plus, Eldon Hansen and Deborah Ann Wall will return as Foggy and Karen for Daredevil Born Again. Yay. Ahsoka series, Season 2 is in development. I don't know if y'all have heard Mandalorian and Grogu has been greenlit as the theatrical film. Yes. I don't think we're getting a Mandalorian season four.
2: No, that they, they which, repurposed it as a movie,
1: which is just fine because season three was terrible. Disney I also counsel-
2: terrible is a
0: strong word. I still liked it, but go ahead. It was kind of messy.
1: Wildly mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, they uh, Disney Plus also canceled American Born Chinese. Fox has picked up. Uh, uh, Molly Parker to star in a remake of an Italian medical drama doc. It's about a doctor who, because of uh, a, a brain injury, loses the last eight years of her memories. Uh, FX has announced that what we do in the shadows will end with upcoming season six. Ooh. I guess it's time, guess it's time. I, go. Yeah, uh,
2: I'm going to miss in, that show. I really in, am. win on
1: a high note, unlike some shows which go on forever. Well, uh, that's true too. White Lotus Season 3 has added a bunch to the cast. I've just picked the the ones we kind of care about. Leslie Bibb, Carrie Coon, Jason Isaacs, Michelle Monaghan, Parker Posey, and some dude named Christian... I don't like
0: Parker Posey, though.
1: Some some dude named Christian Friedel from Zone of Interest. Natasha Rothwell from Season 1, as Belinda is also returning for Season 3. Last of Us has cast Caitlin Deaver to play Abby. And Young young Mazzino from Beef to play Jesse. Fabian and Frankel and Allison Oliver have been cast in HBO's untitled task force drama from Mayor of Easttown creator Brad Inglesby and Gilded Age has been picked up for season 3. Bloodbath at Max. They have canceled Julia, Our Flag Means Death and Warrior.
2: Oh, oh boo to both of those.
1: But they did pick up Bookie for season 2. Oh, what? What's what the heck is Bookie? It's it's Chuck Laurie's new show. It's okay. It's got Sebastian Maniscalco was in that movie with De Niro. It's a okay. no idea. Um NBC has announced that Kapil Tall Walker, who plays Neo, is not returning for Night Court season two. Fourth season on uh, at Netflix, the fourth season of The Witcher has cast Lawrence Fishburne in, in an yet to be uh yet to be identified role.
0: No, they, they I saw it on IGN they did identify his role. Oh they did?
1: Okay. It wasn't yeah. when it wasn't when I
0: he's he's playing a uh they showed the character. They actually showed game footage of the character he was playing, and he's an ally of Geralt. So he's not a villain. He's going to be an ally.
1: And this will be the new Geralt played by... I know. AB they're Hemsworth. trying...
0: They're trying... This is bait. They're trying to get us to come back to see this new this new Witcher, adding Lawrence Fishburne, thinking that's going to get me to... They they better... They got to <laughs> add a little more juice. As bad as season was... I, I don't, know, I'm not disagreeing but... with you. I don't I'm not disagreeing. I was like Lawrence Fishburne's a lot, but I don't know if he's enough. That's all. Uh,
1: Jacob Jacob Alordi is re- also for Netflix. Jacob Alordi is replacing Andrew Garfield in Benici in um Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein adaptation as the creature. Uh, Oscar Isaac had previously been announced as Victor and Mia Goth and Christopher Waltz or Christoph Waltz are also in cast. Paramount Plus Anna Lee Ashford will play the lead role in Happy Face from Robert Michelle King. At Peacock, Samuel L. Jackson joins Kevin Hart in the Muhammad Ali heist series Fight Night from producer Will Packer. And because Youson was like, huh, last time we talked about this, uh, the write-up said, the series is set in Atlanta in 1970. The official description states it will tell the infamous story of how an armed robbery during the night of Muhammad Ali's historic 1970 comeback fight changed not only one's ma- one man's life, but an entire city's destiny. Oh, good Lord. That seems <laughs> like a lot. Uh, Stephanie Sue from Everything Everywhere All at Once will be the lead in the comedy Laid from Nanachka Khan. Stars has canceled Minx after its resu- rescue from Max. And they also canceled Shining Veil, and they have pulled the first two seasons from streaming. Of course yeah. they have. And that's the news.
0: All right. Uh, let's talk about the shows. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy Woo! New Year. All right. We're going to ta- we'll start off with Fargo, episodes three and four. Uh, which was actually, ironically, their Christmas episode, where uh, the guys invade the house looking for Dot. It's a Halloween and... episode. Is it Halloween? I don't know. Wearing Halloween... masks and everybody trick or treating. Right, 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 yeah. right. You are correct. You are correct. I'm incorrect. Um, so yeah, it was. But I called it the Home Alone episode as well because she booby trapped the house with all these yes. gadgets and everything, electrified stuff, which kind of ends up setting the house on fire in the end of it but it was really amusing because especially because that kid was all uh, the son was all like you send you didn't send us to get her and these guys are not professionals and we could totally do it and those guys came out of there bloody came out of that house really well gator
2: bloody. gator is definitely in the category of people who think they're a lot more competent than they actually are And it just this the series just keeps proving it over and over again. And the whole thing with the house, I mean, on the one hand, it was hilarious uh, because she had she had done such an amazing job of of this house. Yeah. But on on the other hand, some of the stuff she did, like what set the house on fire, was just flat out dumb. Um, Because, I mean, the 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 reason that the house went on fire, of course, is because she she booby trapped the the window to their bedroom. The master bedroom and her husband electrocuted himself by trying to open the window to get away from the the bad guys right which was kind of predictable you know said the- well first
0: of all the problem was she was doing all of this without telling her husband what she was doing or why mm-hmm. and so he didn't know what was going on let exactly. alone that everything was booby trapped so he walked right into one of the booby traps
2: yeah, which yeah. is the thing. If you're going to booby trap a house, you've got to tell people what's going on because otherwise they can set it off, which clearly is what happened. Right, um, right. So yeah, they got away from the bad guys, but they lost their house in the process, and their hu- and her husband ended up in the hospital. Um, and and his brain got fried. Yes, yeah. yeah, which you know, I mean, and and pretty pretty severely. He like he's just completely out of it by by the end of this thing. Um, but the, the way that it was done and especially the use of, of the masks from the night, from the, um, uh, the night before, not the night before, what am Christmas? I? The nightmare before Christmas. Nightmare before Christmas, um, right? Yeah. The, the three little kids, you know, uh, which was, which was kind of, kind of great and creepy and, and really, you know, thematically perfect. And the, I thought that it was also clever that Dot said oh let's let's go as zombies and zombie killers which so they give of,
0: them weapons yeah, yeah exactly it
2: excused her walking around with that bat and everything else so that that was that was a clever thing to do um but overall it was it was a, a really great episode it was incredibly well uh shot and edited and and just really kept ratcheting up the tension all throughout so i i thought it was brilliantly done and and really you know kept you kind of glued to this and, it
0: really and it showed how tough she was too so oh, that yeah. was and yeah.
2: incredibly resourceful
0: yes right uh and then the next episode he's in the hospital now and she has this crazy conversation with his mother where his mother is trying to pay her off to leave she's like you've got my son in the hospital the house burned down there's obviously something about you so let's get rid of you. How much is it going to cost? Kind of thinking that I think she some kind of way thinks that Dot's like a weird gold digger or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she thinks is going on with Dot. I think gold she, digger
2: is definitely what in her, but her mind. But yeah, is, you know, it, right. Family and so is just, all about money. Right. And she just didn't
0: read Dot correctly, like at all. And so coming at her with money was just not the right move. And Dot was like, if you want me out of your son's life. You know, bring it. <laughs>
2: totally. Well, she was like, you know, I have I have fought tooth and nail to get where I am, and you're not gonna you're not gonna dislodge me from it. You know, you do. Right. And you're you're going to be in for a lot of pain. Um, so right. I, I I think you know, and that just brought her up really fast because. Up to this point, Dot has always been, you know, all sunshiny meek. and sweet, yeah. and very meek and accommodating, and suddenly, you know, she just turns on her. And I think what, what, this, what this particular scene in this episode um, emphasized is that there is, there is a lot that is very similar between these two women. Yes. They are both tough yeah. as nails, incredibly smart, incredibly resourceful, and they won't take anything from anybody. And they won't back down. I so part of I, I it
0: think... is Dar- Dot is kind of pretending to be somebody she's not. Exactly. That's the problem, is that she's pretending to be, it's like a caricature, because she's hiding. And so she's pretending to be somebody she's not. And then when stuff gets serious, you see the real Dot come out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. You know. Yeah,
2: well, this episode in- introduces, well, not introduces, but it, it, it further uh brings up the FBI agents who are after her. Oh, right. And, they're um, not after. Her. Well, they want. Her well, they, they are. The they end. want. They want her for questioning. Yeah. They right. they don't think that she's uh, a, a criminal or anything like that. But um. But yeah, they're trying to get get a hold of her to question her, and they're chasing her. You know, around this hospital, trying to find where she is, and she's evading them. And at the same time, she's she also runs across Gator and and his, his idiot friends crew of, of yeah. idiot assassins. And, and they're after her husband, and she, she figures out a way to redirect them to some poor schmo uh, Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're okay.
0: skipping something. The reason this episode happened was because the mother-in-law got her put in a crazy, I think we were one episode ahead, because the mother-in-law got her committed. She was committed. And she was, and she was breaking out. And that's when all of this craziness happened. We're, we're, we're skipping an episode. Did we? We Yeah, because we forgot the episode. Because after they have the conversation, her and her mom, the mom have the conversation. The mom thinks she's being all smart. And so she gets her committed as crazy. And there's a whole episode where she has to escape
2: the hospital. Okay. So all right, you're going to anyway. have to edit this so we don't look stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Too late. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay but that's fine the the, the show is really good though i mean i'll just say, say we just talked three episodes instead it's instead of two so it's fine okay um uh, yeah. now
2: yeah. the one where she gets where she gets out of the uh the mental institution uh walter mondale uh mental uh help facility um <laughs> is is really kind of brilliant i mean she just keeps out thinking all of these these big oh and that was the episode where they tough, had
0: the the, the 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 time the voiceover the tiger the there tiger was like this
2: yeah this voiceover was like
0: the tiger mom knows how to do this and she protects her young and she does this it, or wait was that the right oh, maybe we're remembering them incorrectly i don't remember this now. is the
2: problem when the show is almost over and we're trying to remember <laughs> like weeks ago what happened <laughs> So, yes, so no,
0: these are the episodes, but I do remember the voiceover, which I thought was fantastic for her escape from the mental institution. I yeah, thought that was which, really good.
2: Which, uh, all of that, all of that was brilliant. Um, I, I just, this season overall I mean, has, has been the strongest season since season one, as far as I'm concerned. It yes, really is I fantastic. would agree. I would agree. And it just keeps getting better with every episode. I like well, season two. I did I think not. It was good, but I, I didn't, I didn't think it, it, quite went up to season one standards. And this season, I think does.
3: This I is. Agree. I
2: mean, I am so speaking from from having. I'm not going to go into what what happens, but speaking from the 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 position of having just seen the penultimate episode, this it just gets you so involved and and, and invested, riveted yeah. to to the screen that um it's it, it just it's a, it's it's on a level completely its own. It really is a, just a great season, and it I reminds it. me very much of the of the movie Fargo too, in a lot of thematic ways.
1: It's a it's a great showcase for Juno Temple too. Oh, yes. Does yes, anybody she's, be she's tempted the to hype cast her because she got she girls got some range.
2: Oh, she's just phenomenal in this. She really. Well, is. Well, we need to move on. We
0: need to move on. But yeah, thumbs up, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, next up, we're gonna talk Slow Horses, and we're gonna talk that slow burn to the end finale which was actually like three episodes that build to that finale which involves uh the because we knew that what is her name tish tish what is her name she gets kidnapped early and we're all trying to figure out why she's kidnapped and then there's like a return and a fake return and a this and a that and Spanish? then are you talking standish, about standish? Standish. standish standish oh my god i was kind of trying yeah. to call her tish which is like Fantastic. the second part of her name <laughs> But, yeah, um, I really like how it all culminates into this big arc at the end where you realize that the head of MI5 is actually trying to cover something up. And she realizes that it's not about these files that these guys say they want to look at. She realizes it's about her files, which could get her fired. So she's like, screw it. She sends in her dogs, and she's like, kill- she's like no one comes out alive she gives that order, and I like that the idiot bad guy was like, wait, I want to make sure I got this order right. He's like, so nobody? She's like, nobody. And then from there, it's a matter of the people that are locked inside this vault slash library of files realizing how serious their situation is because – at first they're like, they don't want to believe that MI5 agents are coming to kill them because that seems weird. And they're like, wait, we work for MI5. Why would they be trying to kill us? Uh, so that slowness of them coming to the realization that they might actually die and it's, it's life or death and all of that. And then that poor, I feel so bad for the like librarian dude who he's like, I don't know anything that's going on. I just did this and this and this. And it looked like they were going to let him live. And then he made one. Ah,
2: well, as soon as that happened, you knew he was, yeah. he was dead man because it's like yeah. he was he was going to get he was going to get away. He was going to get away. They were going to let him out, you know, and then he just gave them that one information that he saw something he wasn't supposed to see. And he was dead. And as soon as he said that, I, I literally just groaned at the screen because I knew he was dead. Yeah,
0: I think he knew, too, as soon as he said it. he was like, oh, so... why did I let that out? Yeah. Yeah. He just has this thing where he just rambles, and they established that with his character, that he can't help it, but he rambles. And I was like, dude, you just killed yourself. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh. But it all built up, and I I was surprised by the, uh, the secondary team that thought they were going to get fired, and then they ended up being backed <laughs> oh, up. And wow. that dude had, like, all those guns in his trunk? Why? <laughs> Why did he have an armory in his trunk? They never explained
2: that. What was that oh, about? No. I they love did the... because he was gonna be he he had trained first of all, he was like, you know, uh, a a veteran and he had trained to be one of the dogs. And yes, he he was going but to But he turned it down, he but he turned why would it you down because because he ju- for protection. He because he did but partly I think because he didn't trust uh them. He he turned Duffy down for a reason because he thought yeah. he was a psychopath. And well, I think was. that he kept that Which armory is. I, which he was. I think he just he kept that far, partly for protection and partly because he just kinda liked that kind of thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was just crazy. I, I love Go the ahead, banter
1: Tom. between him and his partner, especially. I've got to tell you something. Oh, that you're gonna get help for your for your addiction?
2: It's like, no. <laughs> 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 she was so offended by that too. It was great.
0: All of that was so much fun because he was like, wait. You're the one that's an addict. How am I getting fired? I have to say, I agree with him on that because he well, actually but they're didn't do both addicts,
2: wrong. They're both addicts though. He's yes. a gambling addict and she's a drug he's addict. He's
0: a gambling but addict
2: they're, and she's a drug addict. Yeah, I they're know both, that match fair.
0: I know, but she did something wrong that got them fired. He fired
2: them both. I didn't think that was fair.
0: That's all.
2: Well, he fired them both he, because they're both screw-ups the, and, and, and in the same kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Not disagreeing. Yeah. Um, but I I thought it was great and it turns out she's she's a hell of a shot. Yeah, she is. She ended <laughs> wow. up taking out all those guys by herself. That was so hilarious.
1: <laughs> the thing is, they're they're freaking MI5. I mean, that's that's their counterpart.
0: Of course they're going to be good. <laughs> yes, but also the guys coming after them, well, no they weren't. Those guys were not MI5. Those guys were just contract.
1: Those were they the were, those were, no, the no, no. Yeah, were
0: the No, they, no. They're they, MI5. They, no, no, no. No, the head Duffy guy was in my five, but remember he went into the offices of those contract guys and he said, bring all your men. You're coming with me. So though the, the that's true. Yeah. yeah, Those were not actually in my five. Yeah. They were not in my five. So, okay. I'll buy it. Sure.
1: The, um, um, go ahead. Now this, I mean, those five and six almost play like a two-parter. I mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's basically the setup for six. I call it the gunfight at the not okay color owl. <laughs> ba- they basically trap the guys in and the brilliance of the writing is that they figure a way around the trap.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> they kind of walk into the trap, but then they're going to help trap. them out of the trap. Yes.
1: And and it's uh, yeah, I just I thought it was immensely entertaining. Um did we ever talk about the did we ever talk about the fact that some of some of the complaints people had about River that before his untimely death, so did uh, what's his face? What? what oh, um, oh, the the pasty white blonde haired dude that got ganked by the by the, oh, not, spider? the uh, spider spider.
0: Yeah. What about
2: yeah. spider?
1: No, but spider has the conversation with uh, uh, River with River. That was like directly out of our podcast. It's like River, (laughs) he's got this hero complex and oh, he gets screwed. And the dude, I mean, calls him out. And of course, River's still alive and Web is dead.
0: (laughs) Yes, but River still is an idiot.
2: Yes he like is. That that hasn't well, changed. I I I, got a I, was, I did of appreciate the bit at the end where he did, he turned out not to be as dumb as I was afraid he was. I really he was really so angry with him. I was oh, oh when my he God. showed the, well, the paperwork Grandpa to he starts
1: waving the 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 mcguffin
2: and they're right the by fire. a fireplace and i'm like he's going to throw that in the fireplace why are you just sitting there he's going to throw it in the fireplace and he threw it in the fireplace and i'm like are you an in-? and what i couldn't believe was how he was just sitting there watching it burn and not making any moves and then they goes back to the car and you realize oh because he has it's, a copy
1: he's got a copy right.
2: Yeah. That's, right, it's right, like, right. oh, okay. Cause I I so it's like you're not quite as dumb as I thought you were. <laughs>
1: exactly. I was <laughs> yeah. yelling at the screen. Oh. I really and, was. And the whole thing between Kristen Scott T- Scott Thomas and um oh Sophie Sophie Okonedo.
2: Oh, that was oh, yeah. that, that was that was best. some
1: serious,
2: you know, check guessing yeah, they not. were playing like some
0: crazy <laughs> chess up in there. Yeah,
2: that was Everything so about those scenes, I mean, the way they were written, the dialogue, it was oh. so good, so good. Uh, and mate, the two of yeah. them play off each other so brilliantly.
0: I, I I, it was almost scenes. like you didn't know who you wanted to win because they were just like, they were both just so smart. And they were like, "Isn't it terrible that the two smartest people here we have to be enemies?" And I was like, "Yes, it is terrible. <laughs> you should stop being
2: enemies." And and also really evil too. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> you can't root you you can't really root for either of them because they're both terrible people. Neither of them care about the lives they're playing
0: with. Of
1: course not. Um, it's no, it's just
2: chess pieces to them.
0: Yep, yep. and who could outsmart who? Exactly. And this. And this week it was not the the woman who normally wins. She lost this time. So she's out. I was like, okay.
2: Yeah. And uh, of course there's yeah. Lamb in, in the house, which they have again booby trapped. Um, oh, so, right. He's doing a home yeah. alone himself. Yeah. He's, he's, he does yep. that version himself. All the kids are doing um, it. Yeah. <laughs> and Ho, who t- tries to be a hero and oh my God. <laughs> uselessly oh my plowing God. a bus into a house.
0: He's such an idiot. <laughs> I mean, he, I give him points for trying to be a hero, thinking he's driving into danger. But even if he, it was like, what was his plan? If he had <laughs> driven into danger, he would have just got shot sitting on the bus.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, Lamb asks him the same thing. It's like, and yep. what were you planning to do after this? What was your grand so plan
0: here? He's so dumb. Um, but I enjoy it. I'm glad it got renewed for another season because it's highly entertaining. I will say
2: that. Yes, and Uh, I want to know what what they're going to do with Standish now that it looks like she's she's walked off and quit. Um, I'm sure that's not going to last, but I want to know how they they work that. Well, we got to keep moving. we got to keep moving. Yeah.
0: Great season. Great, Uh, great season. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about What If. We're going to talk the first two episodes. And we're gonna start off with Yusin because she has most recently watched <laughs> the first two episodes because I watched them when they aired and I don't remember what they were. Yeah, me too. Uh so Yusin, can you help us out? What 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 was what was the deal? Yeah,
3: um the first one was um uh uh um no, 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 I didn't forget, I didn't forget, I just forget the names of everybody, you know the um the uh the blue girl, the blue sister, the oh, cyborg, yeah, 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 uh, what's her name
2: nebula nebula yeah, nebula, you thank you, thank nebula, you exactly,
0: okay, so that's the episode where Nebula's supposed to be like a cop at this. And she's yes. drawn into this trap and then her boss is
2: actually the Yeah, they one did that like a Blade front. Runner Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar thing with, with
3: Yeah. That was exactly what I said to someone. uh, I was watching it with someone who doesn't watch Marvel and doesn't watch What If. And so I was explaining it to them. And I said, well, it's sort of Blade Runner-ish, this episode. And they were like, are they all like this? And I was like, no. I was like, this is going to be too hard to explain. Um, But thankfully, they had actually watched Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie. So then I sort of was like, yeah, that worked out. So I was like, oh, okay." So, you know, this is a What If. Uh, if um was it you What's in the
1: nova Corps.
3: no n- yes. no but i mean uh, xander or xandu or you yeah, know the guy Mendo. who died xandar uh, he dies he's dead in the beginning right, right the he beginning. gets mur-
0: it's his murder investigation
3: exactly so it's his film noir it's based on his murder uh, and um it was a good episode i mean it was fine it was a good way to start the season no, she it's Yandu, by the Yandu. 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 So, um, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, you know, it was a good way to start the season. It wasn't like, you know, crackling, like uh, amazing action and, you know, all this kind of whatever. But uh, I liked seeing her in a sympathetic role uh, and her being the hero. Um, and uh, I bought it. I believed it. And it used. Um, it turns out that her mentor was actually the bad
0: guy yeah
3: yeah uh and yeah and um you know betrayed the the entire planet actually um so uh but that was good and then um the second one was what if peter quill had not been uh, uh or had been turned over by yondu right had uh, been
0: given over to his father who was a crazy man
3: yeah exactly um that one i kind of liked less um I
2: agree. I've
3: ne- yeah i've never you know it was not that big on the ego anyway you know that whole storyline um but i it did give us thor and i thought thor was hilarious i thought thor was fun thor was just always thor um so that was kind of fun uh but the that episode was less effective for me um and uh but it just had uh oh i i got confused at first because of the timing so like ant man was actually ant man's dad and hank uh or right hank or henry, henry. or yeah. hank yeah him and, um, him yeah him so yeah uh and so then it was his daughter hope who set peter free you know and that whole kind of uh thing so at first i didn't understand and who's the other there was a there was a black guy who goliath. uh who goliath Oh, Goliath. Yeah, see, I don't remember him, so I don't know where he is. he's he's like a comic
0: character. Yeah, Yeah. you wouldn't remember him.
1: Let me tag in.
0: Okay, go ahead, tag in, Tom.
1: The episode's title was What if Peter Quill Attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Basically, if the Avengers had to be formed when Ant-Man 1 was around, so we get, you know, obviously some of the same Avengers, Thor, because he's, you know, a demigod, but we also got Bill Foster, uh, who was... We see the character non-superpowered in Ant-Man 2, but this gave Lawrence Fishburne the chance to voice his uh, super-powered counterpart. Because in the comics, Bill Foster does become Goliath. And uh-huh. um, so it was kind of a shout out to comic book fans. Um, the, um, the What's kind of interesting is that some of the fact that they played fast and loose with Marvel history because in the comics, Marvel was A, a dude and was Captain Marvel before um, um what can I think of her name? Um uh, Carol Marvel. Danvers. Before can't Carol down, Danvers. Danvers. And so this basically said, what if you had an earlier incarnation of the Avengers before? I thought it was, I actually like this episode a little bit better. I mean, I appreciated, I appreciated all the Blade Runner shoutouts, my favorite science fiction in uh, episode 201, but I thought this was kind of a cool idea, especially for us comic book nerds, for a chance to see, because we never really get to see uh, Ant-Man 1 in action, except for in flashbacks in the movies. So, and the fact that we get to see young Hope, and I, I thought it was kind of a cool episode. Oh, and Kurt Russell obviously came back to- Yes. which his yeah. role as Ego, ego yeah. which um, yeah. <laughs> never was a baddie so appropriately named.
0: <laughs> so let's let's wrap this one up we're going to say thumbs up ish i mean i think some of the later episodes of what if are better we'll talk about those later
2: yeah but i um, i did really like the nova core one I, I would give a definite thumbs up to that and and the second one i didn't like as much i thought it still was it was entertaining but i it, i didn't like it as much as number one.
1: Oh, and it's it's fun too that we got the guy who played t'chaka in black panther one voice yeah. in this and we, Sebastian Stan is willing to play Bucky live action cartoon. We don't care. He'll come back.
0: <laughs> He'll do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Next up, we're going to talk about Orphan Black Echoes, which we haven't talked about in forever. And I did Lord... the
2: research.
0: All right,
1: Tom, lead us off. What do we got? Episode Episode 105 was the flashback episode. And for me, this is the episode that won me over, where we find out how, how uh, Kira who should theoretically know better than to mess around with this stuff. We 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 get her whole backstory, and Rhea Kilstead is the actor from, uh, she played the bad guy on Superman and Lois season three, no two, season two, but she basically is a, a scientist that Kira falls head over heels for, and they end up getting married, and then she ends oh, up Oh,
0: that was a sweet episode. Okay, I remember this one now. She ends
1: up having a degenerative disease, and ends up passing, but before she, before the Prime version dies, Kira's done all this stuff, so she can basically, not clone, but- Replicate re- her? Reprint something? a version of her. Yes. And I'm thinking, oh, man, shouldn't you know better, but, you know- I I guess like I think
0: also it's kind of the same idea of she's used to clones and having multiple copies of people. So for her, it's not a bigger, as big a moral quandary as it would be for anybody else. I guess I'm I'm trying to help her out. It reminds
1: me of that old rock song, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. (laughs) (laughs) But, but for me, this is the episode that won me over because I was, I was iffy on the first few. And I think I actually put in our in our text thread that uh Kira is Victoria Frankenstein because that's what she did. And the fact that she was, she kept doing it multiple times and then this until we get to Lucy. Right. Um and then episode picks up in the uh in the, the standard timeline for the show. And so you have twin storylines, Lucy's. Lucy ends up having to trust Kira to escape from the bad guys and they try and they're able to find out that the you know Lucy just she just assumed that Kira created her and she said no I specifically took steps so that wouldn't happen so of course they figure out that her assistant betrayed them and of course he gets ganged shortly after yada I tell you, <laughs> in any time that that trope is getting a little old it's like don't be stupid. Don't un- don't show all your cards to the bad guys. Because if you do, they will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let somebody else tag in to talk about what happens with uh, the younger
0: version. Uh, I'll tag in a little bit. Um, what I did because I was afraid for this series overall because Orphan Black was done so well with the different clones, and so I was kind of afraid what a spinoff would look like. And so the idea of the whole Printing of the same person at different ages, so you literally have different actors playing the same character, so it's a different kind of twist on the idea, and I did like it. I like that flashback episode a lot because it made me understand how this was happening and um, uh, basically why these reprints existed without them knowing about each other. And, uh, then it, I think it's this episode or the next episode where we find out about the older print, which was the original reason that she printed in the first place. Cause she wanted her partner. So yep. now you have three versions of the same person. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like, that's really what sold me on the series is having the three copies and, it, and, and all three versions of the same person. And, all of them knowing each other well enough to call each other on their BS and stuff. I just thought that was really, that was really nice. So I'm a thumbs up for this so far.
1: By the way, speaking of the, uh, the mothership, I was surprised. I always thought they were going to reveal that Kira was a younger Lida. And I was surprised that they didn't go there.
0: Hmm. Okay. Instead of her hat, but that was the whole thing is that she gave birth to her. I feel like, Sarah would remember whether or not she gave birth to some, like, how would they do that? They and didn't they know
1: she existed. They played fast and loose with memories and whatnot. I always thought, I don't know, but, um, but yeah, but no, I really do like the Like, like Libya said, I really do like the twist and for echoes episode five, the flashback episode is the one that won me over saying, okay, yeah. you are paying homage, not only to your source material, but you're also going back to the original S- seminal science fiction novel Frankenstein which I guess must be in the pop culture ether because everybody's doing stuff with it now
0: everybody's doing it these days all right well let's wrap this up I think I mean overall thumbs up so far I haven't we haven't gotten to the end
2: it all right um I did but it's it's like I saw it a, a while ago and it's all a blur Okay. (laughs) there's there's no way in the world I could I could weigh on it right now. I just don't remember the specifics enough.
0: That's all right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Blue Eye Samurai, which is a show on Netflix. And we're going to wrap it up because I recently watched the last two or three episodes. So they're kind of fresh in my mind. And I I do want to just wrap the show up and want to just talk about the quality of this show and how good it is. And how well done everything has been. And then want to talk about my little, my little pet peeve at the end. So um, <laughs> we've talked a lot. The last time we talked about it, we talked about the art style and how great it was done and the voice acting and all that other stuff. But the plot for me, when we, when we start wrapping up going towards the end, also really just impressed me because I love the turn. And I love the turn of the, the princess, Like her seeing her circumstances, trying to figure out what she's going to do about it, and realizing her own power in the situation that she was in. And that bit where Tygen was like, hey, I'm going to rescue you. We can run off together because I don't care about being great anymore. We could just be us. And she was like, yes, but I'm going to be great. And I was like, oh, oh, that was so good. And then. I looked it up, that fire really happened in that town, and so all yes. the people really did die. I was like, whoa. Uh, though I doubt it happened the way we saw it in the show. Um, but I just thought that thinking that the uh, – I forgot to summarize name, uh, I name. Muzu? Yeah, Mezu, Um Basically sacrificed all those people's lives to kill one guy. Like that was – like she was so focused on killing him. That burned down a town, but then at the very end, she doesn't kill him. Are you kidding me? (sighs) That guy is way too dangerous to leave alive. And what we know that she doesn't know is that if they get to America with that dude in chains and it's Well, they're going to England, not America. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. They're going to England with that dude in chains and they're all showing up with that dude in chains. It's going to turn around to them being in chains very quickly. So I just, it's a terrible idea. It's absolutely terrible idea. Um, Yeah, I hate everything about how it ended, Uh, but I loved everything before the very, very end. Allison, Uh your thoughts?
2: Yeah no I I loved everything about it. Um and I was the thing is it yes it was incredibly frustrating that they didn't kill the bad guy Kenneth Branagh's character so deserved. If any bad guy has ever deserved to die, his did and I was I was waiting for it. I think we all were waiting for some spectacularly yeah. ugly awful death. That, that he would richly deserved um, to, to happen toward the end. And then it doesn't happen, and yes, I was just as frustrated. However, I'm very happy that they are getting, in fact a second season. They were approved for season two. And um, the, the you know, they left it open specifically for that. And I really want to see this, this story continue because she's also got three more guys to, to kill off besides him. Um, well, no, actually, no, no, no. She's I two more guys two more what i meant was two more guys to kill off besides him and then we need to find out the specifics of what happened to the one that we we didn't see they just have have weirdly just you know referred to this first killing without seeing it and there has to be a reason for that and i'm really intrigued to see what they're going to do with that at the end um now as far as as far as uh What's going to happen when they get to to england um the it's it's sort of it's sort of an odd thing there because there was't it's not like there's uh in the colonies first of all this is the sixteen hundreds not not the seventeen or eighteen hundreds and and you don't have institutionalized slavery um based on race and it never was really based on being Japanese in the first place there there was um England did get people from other nations um, showing up on their shores and, and doing business and you know, living in, in London and, and that sort of thing. They were rarities, but they, they did happen. So she's not necessarily going to her doom um, by going, going there, uh, particularly masquerading as a, a man. And, um, so, but I'm interested to see how they, they Except that the story he knows
0: out. that she, he knows she's a woman.
2: He does, but
0: he figured it out.
2: So, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of explaining to do if he has to go into detail about her. So, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm. And it really depends on how powerful he is in
0: England. If he's powerful, it doesn't matter what she says.
2: That's true too. But, you know, I get the impression that, you know, these guys went. To to Japan because they were making their fortune. They didn't have right. one to start with. They had well, to go he must have, elsewhere. He mustn't
0: true, but he showed up with all those guns. So he got money from something to have all those yeah. guns show up.
2: But well, he well, but he's he's been there for a while, and he's a he's amassed a fortune over time. So we don't know exactly how that that actually happened. He could be the 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 scion of a, a you know rich family of a you know nobility or. Uh, just rich gentry, or he could he could be a nobody who made his fortune entirely by by leaving the country. So we we don't know anything about that yet, um, and and that's something that that. I guess they'll cover in the next in the next season, but as far as this season was concerned, just you know everything about it not just not just the look of the the thing which we've discussed before is absolutely magnificent but the the performances from uh all the actors uh, who are doing the voices for these characters and the way they're animated so you get these subtle human like um, reactions in in right. all the facial expressions and the body language it's just. It's just a remarkable series. It really is. Yeah, I'll
0: agree to all of those things. So I'm really glad. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, please check it out. It's totally worth your time. It's on Netflix. All right. Don't so let it move- be.
3: Uh, don't. I just want to say don't let it be being anime turn you off. Or if it's something where people don't normally watch anime and they're like, oh, I don't watch cartoons, they shouldn't be turned off by it.
2: Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's not yeah, really it's, anime. It's, a, it's its own style. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, and that's what's so refreshing about it—the the look of it and the way it moves—is so unique. Um, It's—it really is just a, a beautiful piece.
0: Agreed. All right, let's move on. Next up, we're going to talk about Monarch Legacy of Monsters. We're on episodes five and six. And Tom, you said you gonna do, you're going to do—you're going to lead us off on this one. Episode one hundred and five is another flashback
1: episode. I guess everybody's like, episode one hundred and five should be your flashback episode. Uh Kate has flashbacks of G-Day as she leads the team to her dad's their their dad's office in San Fran. Where okay. they use their brain power. It takes like three of them to come up with a good idea. And find out that uh the dad hit a map of these tech, whatever events eruption uh, no of, the gamma
0: the gamma radiation, gamma the gamma radiation, radiation or
1: whatever and so they they figure out that those the, the points on the map are where something's happening and they might be able to track down the dad and this is where they go to africa right and and the next the one that they've identified is africa so that's where we go in 106 and of course i did like um oh what's the white dude's name the uh the the scientist dude with the glasses
2: and the beard Tim, I think. It him.
1: Is. Yeah, I kind of like the actor who plays Tim. And I like the fact that he's smart because when they get to the office, the kids have stolen the map, but he's the one who's figured out something was up here. What could it be? And he, you know, kind of he's a, there are a couple of steps behind the kids, but he figures out what they're doing. Meanwhile, Shady Brunette on the Monarch team goes to Hacker Girl and makes her an offer she doesn't refuse. Am I getting ahead of myself?
0: (laughs) No, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, 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 because she makes the deal before they go to Africa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Boy, I tell you, it's a good thing they've got the flashbacks with uh young Russell and that that gang and it's and the fact that we have older we have older Russell, Kurt Russell in the present, because the young Scooby gang between the three of them I maybe like half of them, <laughs> but he's just a waste of space. <laughs> the, uh, the son, he's just, yes. I mean. Uh, he's not he's, my favorite. He's not a great actor. And what will they learn? Somebody who's good looking is not enough to cast somebody as a lead in the show. You know, well, they, but
2: he's his son. <laughs> there's, there's a little Nepo stuff going on there. Because he's that's, your son.
1: that's his no, no, son. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Wyatt Russell. I'm talking about the the, the Japanese
0: kid.
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about, because when you were talking about, um, all right, all right, I got it mixed I'm talking up. About, I thought you were talking, I'm talking about President. Oh, yeah, because I, I, I think... The different yeah. Scooby Gang. Okay. Yeah. I, I the, thought
0: Wyatt Russell is pretty good. I actually like him. I,
1: I like Wyatt Russell. I mean, and yeah. the fact that they approached the two of them saying, hey, we want you to do a project together, but you're playing the same character in different time periods. That was kind of a cool pitch for them. But the modern day kids, I'm just like, oh, uh,
2: you're talking about the young son. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. The
1: young he's, the son weak, son he's definitely the weak link. He's yeah. the weak link. And the two women, they're OK, but sometimes they do kind of stupid stuff, both of them. And it's just like, yeah. stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they, they have them whine too much and they Seriously. have the monologue too much. Well, I like the, it I like the on.
0: daughter. I like the daughter a lot better. She's my favorite of the group, and I sometimes feel like she can be smart. But then, um, never mind because that's an episode that hasn't happened yet. Never mind. I was about to say something. Um, but yeah, I I think that the flashbacks. I like the acting of the flashbacks the most, and I find that storyline probably the most interesting. I think in the current day, if Kurt Russell isn't in the scene, it it generally lacks it lacks something yeah that's about right i'd say that's and i do like the tim guy he's pretty good too yeah he's fun um any
2: other allison your thoughts no pretty much along the same lines you know i mean i i i've i've seen the whole thing now so the 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 Individual episodes kind of blur together for me now, but um, but overall, I think I think you're kind of on the mark as far as the the acting and the the uh, pacing of the show and everything else. I mean, you know, it, this isn't this isn't great drama. This isn't masterpiece theater. Um, but it's it's a fun show. I think I think it's enjoyable. It passes the time. I'm engaged enough to, to have tuned in, you know, week after week to watch it. And, I think uh, I think it gets better than that towards the end.
1: These episodes, we were does, right. it, had it a does. It Godzilla sighting in one oh six.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> and,
2: and 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 ever so briefly. Episodes...
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, they think, they do uh, do that. They the do the, the special effects well them, yeah. too. They, yes. They, yes. The the all the you know whatever they bring in one of the monsters, particularly Godzilla, it's it's really well done. Um. So you know all that's all that's great. And it, the uh, the thing is they decided to do this show as like a tie-in between movies and I really ha- I haven't watched the films but I've read how it's supposed to tie in you know thread between these these little places so uh, they there's only so much they can do narratively because they're locked they've locked themselves in um between where it can start and where it can end but I think for all that I they're doing a good job of it
0: yep I would agree I'm happy with the show so far
2: yeah um all right
0: next up we're going to talk uh Echoes or Echo, sorry. Echo. Know, it's just Echo. Um, I remember when we saw the Hawkeye show and she, her character was introduced. And after that, they were like, we're going to do a spinoff with Echo. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I did not understand. Like, she was not the character that I would have done a spinoff of. Why are we not doing the spinoff for the young uh, Hawkeye? Well, not Hawkeye. Uh, what was her? character? His, uh, Uh, I can't remember, but his his protégé, yeah. Yeah, Kate, I was like, why are we not doing a spin-off with Kate Bishop? Why are we doing with Echo? I don't get it. But having said that, now having seen the first two episodes, I'm like, oh, okay. I get what they were trying to do. The first episode suffers, though, from recaptiveness. Is that a disease? Where they basically are like, we can't assume everybody saw Hawkeye, which is true. Recaptivity. Yeah. That, oh, good. Know. I like that. Nice, nice. <laughs> so it's like you can't assume everyone's seen Hawkeye, which I totally understand, except that I've seen Hawkeye. So for me, all of it just felt like a lot of taking a long time for to catch me up to where I already was. So that was a little frustrating. But I did like the open with the origin story of the Choctaw people. I thought that was pretty cool. That was good. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. But all the flashbacks with her as a kid and all that, that didn't add anything for me. And it wasn't until I got to the second episode where it was all brand new material where I was like, Okay, this this could kinda work. Like that's when I was I started to be like, Okay, I'm I'm now interested in what you're saying. But uh I'm interested in what anybody else said. What'd you think, Tom?
1: Um I liked the I liked episode one until we started getting we started retreading the same stuff that we saw in, um, Hawkeye. in Hawkeye. So I do like Alaikwa. Is it Alequa? I
0: don't know how to say uh, Cox. That's all I remember.
1: And I do yeah. like that I get to see some of my favorite Native American actors.
2: All so, of them in one. Scene. Oh God! Everybody from <laughs> Res Dogs is in this. If you if you watch <laughs> Reservation Dogs, this is basically just you know like a, a reunion. reunion. <laughs> yeah.
1: But but uh, Tantu Cardinal especially from uh, from late limited Stumptown. So yeah. I did not see episode all of episode two, so I can't plan on that.
0: Oh okay. Uh, Allison, your thoughts.
2: Um, you know, I I had the same feeling that you did when when they announced this show. It's like why? Um, because she didn't strike me as being all that interesting when she was in Hawkeye, and uh, then I saw the trailer and I went, oh well, okay, maybe there's really something to this because this looks pretty exciting. I'm, and I I got really excited to see it. And then they, they did that you know, recaptivity opening episode <laughs> and they lost me all over again because I was just like, Oh my God, I've seen all this before. And I think that they, they, yes, they did need to catch the audience up, but I think there must've been a better way to do yeah, it. We, I feel like we didn't need a whole rag you. Yeah. Oh my God. it. I mean, there has to have been just a, a more economical means of setting this up or a way of maybe, you know parsing it through through various episodes like oh yeah that happened um but i it's just doing this info dump at the beginning of of the episode just i I, my eyes were crossing i was getting so bored and
1: what's wrong with the previously on
2: i mean really something (laughs) i mean that would have been fine you know instead we get all this no i mean i did like the the they threw in the the fight with daredevil that that was, that, that was good that uh, was good., I will always be happy to see more Charlie Cox absolutely. but um, other than that, it was you know, I found the episode really hard to get through. And the second episode, I guess I mean i'm I'm going to I'm going to say that I was just really tired by then, but I actually fell asleep. Um, I when I watched it again, it turned out much better and and the train uh thing was was really exciting and well well done well shot what well, cracked
0: um, i will have to say what cracked me up is she did the like superhero jump onto the train thing like she was super casual and then when she hit the train she totally didn't land right and almost fell off and i was just cracking up because she was like i'm super cool and no, <laughs> no i know you're not falling jumping on a moving train
2: is actually hard <laughs> so you but know all, i mean I, all that was was really well done but you know um I, I I don't know. I, as the series went on, it got better, and I really liked the the fact that they leaned in to to uh, Chakta language and history, and and all of that stuff was really cool, and and that was nice to see. But but overall, it's, I just could not escape the fact that most of these characters, including the lead, were just not that interesting. No, um, and and it was rescued whenever you got daredevil or whenever you get out when when kingpin showed up again it was like oh good thank you somebody who's who's actually an interesting character but the rest of the time i was like oh my god this is so boring um and and yeah it was it was just kind of this you can't do a series like this unless your characters are really engaging and they haven't convinced me that these characters are really engaging
0: so I will say the only thing that's that's got me intrigued is on the train when we see her powers, that she has powers, I was like, oh, okay, where is this going? Like, that's the most intrigued they've managed to get me. So, Euston, you haven't spoken. Go ahead.
3: Um, yeah, you know, I don't have that much to add. Uh, I think Allison said most of it for me. Um, I will say that um, I'm a little bit split uh, because I really forgot – I. I but I, but I still say, I mean, I agree with what Alison's saying in the sense that I actually needed the, you know, the, the recap, more. Recap. I mean, I really needed it, but they could have figured out a better way to do it. It, because, yeah. because it did bore me and because, you know, uh, it turned me off to the series and I kind of thought, oh, they really, because I agree with you, Libya, that like, when I first heard they were doing a spin-off, I thought, why? I thought, well, what, do we, do we care enough? Um, so, when I was watching the 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 uh, the premiere, I thought, oh, I guess I don't care enough. I don't know why they are doing this show, um, but uh, you know, it did get better, you know, for me. Uh, but still, I'm not that engaged, so I will continue to watch. Um, but they need to prove to me that the show, that the characters are worthy of watching. Otherwise, you know, it's just kind of boring. And I, I still feel like it's shot kind of slowly, even though even, even past the, the recap. So I'm not super enthused about the show, but I don't think it's a terrible show. So I'll, I'll keep watching and hope it gets better.
1: I have some inside scoop. Okay. Scoop away. we were originally going to be eight episodes there are five they oh. condensed it greatly
0: wow this is the condensed version
1: this is the <laughs> condensed version
2: oh my god this
1: seems so slow
2: i know unless but they threw you, out a you, lot you, there's not a lot could, of story here
1: could you imagine if they had, had dropped eight episodes of this
2: oh my god <laughs> All right. Well,
0: let's let's keep watching get the next to at least get to the halfway or that's actually no, it's
1: after the halfway point. (laughs)
0: Uh, so let's just watch a couple more and see what we think. All right. Let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk, uh, Reacher season two and oh, good. uh, (laughs) All right. Tom, you lead the way. Go ahead. Yeah. And
1: Alan Richson is huge and did it did, um, via social media, he has been undergoing testosterone therapy which is why he is ridiculously beastly looking um but episode one plunges you deep in the action they released kind of the teaser for the season Uh, a woman he's at the atm and the woman in front of him is kind of freaking out and he's like don't turn around are you being carjacked and she nods and frantic it's like wait here he just Punches through the window, drags the dude out, and beats
0: the crap out of him. <laughs> my favorite is him kicking the car and getting the um oh, the, oh, the airbag with, to work. With the detective that was it. great. <laughs> I that was great. Yeah, that's my favorite. And then that was like... great. When he hits the cop, and they realize he was a cop, and he had like really knocked that dude out, and she's like, "Couldn't you have hit him softer?" And he's like, "I don't hit soft." Like <laughs> and he said it. He said it like all oh, innocent. Like I, I would try if I could, but I, I just I can't. And I was just like, "That's fantastic." So wow. I, I think Reacher is, he yeah, I think he's too big because he was the size he was in season one. I think fit the character. And then in season two, he, yeah, it was fine. And then he added 20 more pounds of muscle for season two. And I was like, why? That was unnecessary. Um, But yeah, I, I, if, if he could lay off some of that testosterone, that'd be great. (laughs) He should do that.
1: Um, Um, But but yeah, the story story for season two comes from Bad Luck and Trouble. uh, The book, which one, which is one of the later books, but this was a wise decision to give him backstory. But somebody is getting members of the 110th special investigators unit he was in in the army so we get uh neely back from season one she's, yay she's the only recurring well the only character really to carry over from season one at this point and uh it's just kind of a good mystery and i'm gonna tag somebody
3: else in because
0: because <laughs> you're about to give away spoilers
1: yeah
3: uh well i no, never saw the first season I never saw the first season, so I have no idea what's going on in terms of if I'm supposed to know anything. Um, but it's as far as it's a just fresh, walk- it's a fresh
0: story. It's, it's a fresh, a, it's fresh a brand story. New yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to know anything. Right.
3: Well, no, no, no. What I meant is like you guys mentioned even like a recurring character, like only one person coming over from the first season. So I'm not even talking about story. like uh, like the one ten special investigators were they ever introduced in the no. uh, first season? He, he, not the team. no. I mean,
0: he may really? have mentioned we he may have mentioned he was in it, but we never got any backstory. So this is the first time that we get backstory, really, that right,
3: thing. okay.
1: The Black so, in- yeah. yeah. The black woman, Neely, played by Maria Stan, she's the only person we've seen before.
3: Okay, okay. Got it. So, yeah. So, no, I'm finding it interesting uh, enough. Uh, I like the... I I find him stiff uh, as an actor. I don't find him particularly charismatic, but he's not awkward in a way that, like, he's awful. Uh, I just would hope that from my lead that he was a little bit more... Like when he when he does a joke or he does a line reading, I feel like it should be funnier, but it isn't. Uh, But it isn't like groaning or like oh my god, I can't watch this. He's such an awful actor. I just feel like I wish he were more charismatic for me. But um, but I like the way that his character is written. Uh, And I like the, you know, uh, Scooby gang kind of aspect of it, where they all kind of are coming together. It's sort of sad. Like, I wondered how many of like, I like the backstory. I thought uh, the flashbacks work uh, to get me to care about the 110. So when you know, I find out some of them have died uh and that the others have been able to be reunited to you know kind of work on the mystery together i actually cared about it so that's a good way here's a good lesson of uh giving me flashbacks uh or recap sort of not really a recap but you know doing it quickly uh in a way that's effective that i care about both the story and the characters so i thought that was a good job of doing that um and uh, and i like the action I think the action is very sort of Jason Bourney. You know, it's very realistic. It's very earthy, organic. Uh, nothing too flashy about it, but it's kind of believable. Um, you know, uh, and I agree with you. I think my favorite. I laughed out loud when he hit the car and the airbag exploded. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so I like it. I think the the, the show has humor. Uh, Like I said, I wish if the lead were a little better at delivering humor, um, you know, he he plays it straight, you know, and I get that. But it's just not quite as funny uh, as I would like it to be. But otherwise, I think it's a fun show. Nothing, nothing too riveting, nothing too amazing. But it's a it's entertaining. I like it.
0: Uh, Allison, are you watching?
3: She is not. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I remember the same. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not. I, I watched it first season, and I barely got through that. So, you know, not interested, really.
0: Okay, well, I, I really do like this season a lot better than first. I could see first season, I felt like was like a blueprint, like they were trying it out. And in second season, it's like, oh, we got it. So I, I like second season a lot better because it's just, just them working as a team is is the part that I like a lot. But anyway, yeah. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. So um next up we're gonna talk uh Percy Jackson and the Olympians. The what and the lightning thief? No not, that's it's the name Percy of the Jackson, book. The, this is and the, the Olympians. book one, which is Yes, which is the lightning thief. Right. So I will say the first two episodes did its job which got me interested enough that I actually went to go find the first book. So there there you go. Congratulations. Achievement unlocked um, lot. Exactly. Uh, and, I mean, it's definitely YA. It's definitely, like, the my first thought was, oh, my God, my nephew should watch this. Um, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it myself. I, I like the, the – I like Greek mythology a lot already, so that's – I've already predisposed to like the series. But I also just like the characterization and the shooting and the editing, and they grab me in the pilot. Like, there's a scene – Um, where, uh, they're running from the, the minotaur and there's just this wide shot at night with the moon coming down and all of that. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm watching this series. Like I, I knew from that spot. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm in. Um, so yeah, I, I got intrigued by the story. I, I liked how the first episode just introduced you to the world, did the world building in a way that works, that is not plotting and boring, and it was danger and all of that. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm definitely in. What do you guys think?
3: Somebody. I enjoyed it. I thought that the casting, you know, I've seen the movies. Uh, I'm not saying anything about the movies. Um, there's only
0: one, by the way, and it was a two oh, bomb. Oh, two. Or was it two? I thought there was only one. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah,
3: there was two. Um, so I saw both of them. Uh, so I am. Um, I like the material. You know, I'm familiar with the material. Uh, I also like Greek mythology, so I was interested in this, uh, and thinking to myself uh you know how is it going to compare to the movies the movies weren't good so I was hoping that, that this would be better <laughs> uh, um so uh and it is much better it is skewed a little younger uh the cast looks their age uh I I, I would guess that they're very close to the the, the age they're supposed to be playing mm. um and so I know the like the lead the
0: lead guy's 11 or he was 11 when he was cast
3: yeah, so that's young to put a whole series on you know on his shoulders and eleven he's or good. twelve.
0: Am I right?
1: I I just saw the interview. He's I think like was... the, there's a year's difference between him and the character. Yeah. Yeah. right, exactly. And, and so
3: you can yeah, so you can tell. So that's very realistic. Um, and that works in, in this case. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm a little too old to be watching the show, but uh, it's enjoyable. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? It is very YA. And if I had a a younger niece or nephew, I would uh, encourage them to watch it. Uh, It is fun. I think it's well produced. I think it's well shot. Uh, The acting is solid. You know, you know, I have issues with children actors because I feel like, you know, they're just annoying. um, A lot of them. (laughs) Um, So. There's, there's nothing I can do to sugarcoat that. Um, But uh, these guys do, they do a a pretty good job. So I like the, I like the show. And I think that uh, for, for kids, especially, it's a great show. Uh, And there's enough to entertain an adult. Uh, You know, I I think that it isn't like my favorite show. I don't love it. Uh, It doesn't transcend YA for me, but it's a good, solid YA show. Uh, It's fun. uh, And. Uh, the acting is solid, uh, and I think the production value is good.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm... Go ahead, Tom. Uh, Rick
1: Reardon wrote the novels, and he, too, when they announced for the first movie, they were casting an 18-year-old, Logan Lerman, to play Percy Jackson, and aging up the character. That's when he's like, oh. Uh. So yep. for the show, he and his wife are uh, are executive producers on it. And they're partnered with oh I, I'm blanking on the dude's name but he has a lot of procedural uh, chops on his resume. But uh, like like you son said, this this show rests on three kids and Walker yeah. still, He was in the Adam Project. Uh, I think Netflix movie or I Netflix saw that. Yeah, yeah, he was. That was
0: with, the first time he. Yeah. he was
1: playing uh, young Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds I was right. in that and got cast in this based on that but he and Leah Jeffries and Aryan Simhadri who play Annabeth and Grover respectively they got there was a lot of there was a huge kerfuffle on the interwebs because in the books um,
0: they're supposed to be blonde and blue-eyed and all in of that in the books yeah. they're
1: anglo and Rick Reardon bless him said put t- put it out to on the internet to the toxic fans this decision was mine and mine alone. You know, we need to have representation. I approved these two kids and they fit the description of the characters I created. So if you have a problem with that, you have a problem with me. And I'm like, you go, boy. But they're great. <laughs> they're great. And, um, and the show, they're the only three leads. Everybody else is a guest star. And they've yeah. got some really, they've got some high-powered guest stars, including uh, Karen from Will and Grace. Why am I blanking her name?
3: Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally recurs
1: as as a monster and um and um oh he's he was on a different world. Um and he Glenn Turman recurs as a centaur.
2: Yeah, since Sirion. Sirion?
0: Something like that. Chirion. But Chiron, I, 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 yeah,
1: Chiron yeah.
2: excuse me, Chiron. Yes, Chiron. there we go. Chiron, I was, yeah. I was and Lynn Manuel Miranda shows house. up in this too. Yeah. 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 So. I was thinking yeah, was about how there yet.
1: <laughs> Sorry. But no, it's a yeah it's got they they stunt cast the gods but we don't see the gods a lot but we, we're starting you know I, i'm i'm current and they're they they cast great actors to play the gods but the kids are good the kids are good yeah and it's well produced and it was a heat ratings for the first two episodes were huge they were on hulu and disney plus but 13.3 million people watched it the first week really yeah so mm-hmm. i'm surprised they haven't uh officially Greenlit Up season two yet. Because those kids aren't getting any younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I
2: don't know. I, no, I I have not seen the the movies. I'm I'm unfamiliar with the books. Um for me this was way too young. This was this was you know it's not Why why YA says young adult. There's nothing adult young or otherwise <laughs> about this show. True. This is the for children. Fair. This is the children's fair. Show. Um, and and I think for kids, it's probably a great series. You know, for for little kids, um, well, that would you know, be up to that up to, the, the up the to maybe about like, 13 well. years old, I I would say you know this is a great show. You get much older than that, and and really, this is this is not going to be the show for you because this is, it's it's kids. It's and it's not yeah, just that, you know the kids are in the lead because it's like you could watch Harry Potter and and take some you know uh, pleasure as an adult watching the movies from that. But where this is concerned, I mean, it's, it's written very simply. It's written very young. And, and I just, I, it, it's just not for me. It really isn't. I mean, I admire what it is I for what it is, but I can't uh, yeah, say it's not.
0: I get you, but okay. I can't say that it's not for all adults because I'm an adult and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So I, I get that it's, it's designed for kids. Yes. I totally agree with that statement, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So.
1: And having been right. publishing, Allison, YA may stand for young adult, but it really also signals, you know, older kids. It's like,
3: yeah. Well, it does. Go- Older
2: kids, but I think this skews very young. Yeah.
3: This is for young children. I, I think it skews young.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, but still good project, but let's wrap this up. Uh, overall, I'm still saying thumbs up. I, I think sure. if, you ask, if, you get, if you have kids, great, but you should still give it a shot. All right, thumbs up for to me too. All right, if you guys have any questions or comments, you'll leave them at tvcampfire@gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. You listen to us it, on like Sci-Fi Radio, uh, Six Degrees of Geek, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye Bye-bye. bye. Bye bye.